people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important shit. You say too much boring shit. Welcome to We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm Ali Rahim. And I'm Dara Rahim. How's it going? Welcome, welcome. It's hot as hell. We just did our laundry in this oh heat. It was crazy. Lord, can you believe? A hundred degrees. A hundred degrees. Like, and it feels like it. Yeah. Or it feels like 120 degrees. Oh, my Lord. And I walked to the freaking supermarket in this heat. Two miles in this I heat. I told you. I I didn't tell you to do that. You went to the far one. Listen, you went to the far I had one. something to prove. Yeah, clearly. All right. Let's get into it. Yeah, your steps in. Right. So... Oh. She's standing up, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Lots to talk about. This was the bicycle ride heard around the world. Around the world. Zoe Kravitz, first of her name, (laughs) is apparently dating Channing Tatum. It's crazy. Okay. A lot of people are having strong reactions to this. Strong. Because it's like, she has she really dated anyone famous before no yeah so she's like dated like i say the most famous person she's dated is michael fassbender oh yeah but when she was dating him he wasn't that famous he was like wasn't really that right so it was actually like really random and they like like, did not get right they didn't get a lot of attention and then her ex-husband that she's divorcing now total nobody yeah i can't even remember his name i really tried to do it too So, I, to I mean, Channing Tatum, I know he's kind of like fallen off in the past few years, but yeah. he's <laughs> dang. Has he fallen off? You think? Um, yeah, like I'd say so. Like, he's like a divorced man and he's just kind of been like going through it. Yeah, I think his divorce is coincides with his career falling off. I don't know. Mm. I mean, what movies has he done in the past few years? Um, Name one. Name one movie like. Exactly. Magic Mike 2, that came out like five years ago. That little, what's that cop movie with Jonah Hill? Oh, um. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, 21 Jump Street. So they did like a sequel to that, what, five years ago? Like, I mean, unless I'm missing something, unless I'm forgetting something, he really hasn't been doing anything. You're right. I mean, I guess, did you already say Magic Mike? I already said Magic Mike. Oh, he did that movie with Adam Driver, but that was a minute ago. I don't know what that is. I forget what it's called. Exactly. But I like it. So, yeah, I'm sure he did. But still, I'd still say he is an A-lister, huge yeah. name recognition, yeah. huge oh, fanfare. Definitely. And it would be, I think, quite a big deal if they became like a mainstay couple. Yeah. I personally, okay, yeah, I have a lot of feelings because it's like, obviously, I've spoken enough about Zoe. I love Zoe. Yes. Um, Okay, first of all, the pictures of them, first of all, they're just out and about in Brooklyn. Like, guys, they're at McCarran Park. Yeah. The pictures of them so far play like a storybook. Yeah. Like, 
her outfits are telling us a story so of much. what is going on. Like yeah. the first pictures, like you said, in McCarran Park. Yeah. She's wearing a simple spaghetti strap, black <sighs> tank top. Cute. High waisted jeans. Love riding it. on the back of the bicycle. She's she, guys, she's riding on the back of his bicycle. Exactly. Can you believe? Like they're just around the corner. Maybe they're gonna pick up some cheese. Like maybe some and also like goat eggs. She's lived in Williamsburg for a minute. Yeah. She has. But like since when does he? Like he clearly like he's mm. living here for her, right? I wouldn't call what he's doing right now living here. No. But like, like sure. But like, do, here does, has Channing Tatum typically been hanging out in Williamsburg prior no. to hanging? No. This is his first time. He's kind of like um, Sonia from Housewives. He's like, guys, I've been to yeah. Berkeley. Have you ever been? Ever been? Ever been? Yeah. He's like, okay. So yeah. like, people live here? Like, like, yeah. yeah. Um, And then they're spotted like, what, three days later? Yeah. Like outside having iced coffee, she's wearing this like stunning <sighs> blue, Cute, dress, blue dress, looking absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And then we find out today that yesterday they were up in, in upstate New York because they had to get out because so many people yeah. were just like, no, she was like literally chaining. We have to get out we of, have like, to get out of the it's city. getting too much. It's getting too intense. Like, I don't want this to turn into a thing. Right. Like, let's go upstate. She's like, usually I'm able to just walk around Brooklyn and like no one, even no like one even cares. Anything. But now we have to go upstate. And it's becoming this like huge thing. And I just like need to get away. Yeah. So what do they do? They leave a supermarket. She's carrying flowers, peasant white top. Now she's nesting. She's telling us it's getting more serious. Yes. She's getting more maternal, yeah. expressing her femininity, if you will. Mm-hmm. But can we also talk about what he's wearing? Oh, because I mean, yeah. That, okay. No, it's true. That's true. Right. Like his complete 180 in style. Complete 180. Yeah. yeah. Because Channing Tatum, who for me personally, I'm always like, I... It, it, any day I could think he's hot, and any day I could think he looks like a toe. Yeah. Okay, but right now he's currently <laughs> yeah. looking hot, mostly because of Zoe. Yeah. Um, his he's got his uh buzz cut, which is That's always huge. his best look. He doesn't he have that weird in- hair. Yeah. And it doesn't look good when it's grown out. I don't know. It's super weird. It doesn't he's like so go specific. with his face. It's he like is, too straight yeah. for like the features of his like the roundness of his face. Yeah. Okay. Not only that, this man who has never, ever, like, he's not had bad style. He's just, like, never been known for his style. He's always right. just been very, like, whatever. Just, like, white dude. Yeah. Mostly in suits, honestly. Okay, whatever. Just, like, more, like, red carpet. Yeah. Like, I don't really think, yeah. like, Channing was a, a big, like, on-the-street person. No. But now he's got this, like... Very, like, specific... Specific Brooklyn boy. Street style. Yeah, street style. It does, to his credit, kind of harken back to how he was styled, like, 15 years ago when he was, like, a model. Yeah. And, like, more unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, was just starting out in, like, Coach Carter. Like, that is, like, how he looked. But it just so quickly changed once he got on and became, like, an A-list actor. Yeah. It was, like, I kind of, like, forgot he ever looked like that. Right. So for him to literally, like, look, like, 12 years younger because he just shaved his head and put on Converse is, like, insane. He's wearing Converse riding a low... Like, low-ride. ride bike thing. Yeah. And it's just, like... His aesthetic now is so clearly her mirroring her. Yeah, mirroring her aesthetic. It's just like, what's happening, dude? Who even freaking knows? So they met though. 
Uh, she's directing a movie he's in. Mm-hmm. So there you go to his career. So our original theory that they met on Raya was Yeah, inaccurate. I thought that they met on Raya. Because that's where he met his last girlfriend, exactly. Jessica Um, I am loving this, like, for just for the pictures. I'm not seeing this last very long. No, me neither. First of all, she just got divorced. Yeah. She's, you know, going through it. She's got more oats to sow. Yeah. But great rebound, girl. Yeah. Channing Tatum? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, I think they're just enjoying each other's company. And as much as I love Channing, I think he's, he seems like a sweet guy. He seems a little unstable, actually, to me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say he I just read that article dumb. where Jenna talks about how, and she even clarified after the article was published that she was in no way trying to bash Channing, uh-huh. but she just talks about how after she gave birth to their daughter, she was pretty much alone the entire time Whoa. and Channing was unable because of Filming? work uh-huh. to really be present in those like really crucial early days. And I think she was more just trying to like speak on her experience. Right. And she even clarified afterwards, like, I'm not trying to like bash him as yeah. a father. He's a great father. But I think she was just probably being honest. honest. But like, honestly, I mean, that's really interesting. I didn't see that. But like, that's probably something a lot of women can relate to with their husband in any kind of field like in that uh time after having a baby it also probably goes to like the discrepancies in their career like when they met they met on this film of they were more sorry the set of step up yeah they're equals and then he obviously like exploded exploded and she never really quite took off yeah and so then she has a baby and then he's off like doing his career and getting that all get going and she's just stuck at home. Yeah. I think a lot of them probably can relate to that. Yeah. That's and that's great. why I think she was just kind of like, like sharing yeah. her experience and it's like, her. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that Zoe is trying to have any babies with him. No, no. She's just trying to like, she's having fun. It's hot girl summer. But also like she needs to stop wearing those ballet flats. I know you hate them. I just wanted to like, put my two cents in about that i do i hate it's fair i don't like that i don't love them either i don't want ballet flats to become a thing again they were awful i hated them yeah but that's for them it's really cute honestly it's like zoe i really want you to date a girl okay i was actually gonna say that while is this whole like Zoe and Channing thing is cute? Mm-hmm. I actually really don't need Zoe in a couple at all. I kind of like just like Zoe, Zoe on her own. And when I was like reading articles about them, I was like, I actually miss the days where like she was just pictured in cafes with random racially ambiguous yeah. girls, and we were all like, "What? <laughs> like, I want yeah." So. To your point, totally, yeah. 100% agree. I think that was kind of also, like, why I liked, like, or not liked, but, like, didn't mind her with the, her ex-husband because he was so anonymous. It yeah. It was basically as if she was single. I actually, like, right, like, yeah. never even thought of her as, like, in a couple. Yeah. She, like, stands on her own. Yeah. She doesn't need Channing. No, she definitely doesn't. She's going to ditch him uh, once Right after this movie's yeah. uh, promotion is done. That's it's probably be over. Fair. Yeah. All right, moving on. 
So Beyonce and Jay-Z are featured in the new Tiffany ad. Oh my lord. And I saw this and if you haven't seen it yet, you might want to pause it. Might be yeah, worth a Google. I actually missed it. So you had to catch me up. Yeah, I think it just the pictures just came out Monday. Okay. Um so Jay-Z and Beyonce are in this ad for the new Tiffany Love campaign. Yeah. And it's pretty much a straightforward yeah, campaign for expect. a fine jewelry yeah. company. Beyonce is wearing a black ball gown. Yeah. Jay Z's in a tuxedo. Uh, a lot of you know people are simultaneously criticizing and praising Beyonce because she's wearing the big Tiffany diamond necklace, right. which I guess has only been worn by three women prior to mm-hmm. her, and then she's the first black woman to ever wear the necklace. Wow. So I guess exactly. I don't know. Some people think that's really cool. Some people think that's really hypocritical of her. Because the diamond has been. Yeah. So like the diamond's pretty controversial. Right. I think like. Why? Um, I think they was stolen from Africa. Like, okay. Casual. You know, shit happens. It's a blood diamond. Yeah. So it's a blood diamond. And Tiffany has received a lot of criticism. Yeah. And I guess people are saying that because of things that Beyonce has done and said in the past. Oh, you mean like that movie slash album she made called Black is King, which is all about the African dysphoria um, and diaspora. diaspora, Sorry. (laughs) Dysphoria. It's a hard Um, word. Diaspora. um, And now she's wearing a blood diamond. A blood diamond. Yeah. So I guess people kind of take a little umbrage with that. I was honestly surprised because, like, I saw the ads. I was like, okay, Beyonce and Jay-Z are in a Tiffany ad. Cool. Yeah. Like, of course they are. Yeah. And then I saw all this, like, kind of, like, pushback against it. People kind of, like, criticizing them and being like, how can they wear that diamond? Yeah. And there's a big, like, Basquiat uh, portrait hanging behind them in the ad. Yeah. Am I saying that artist's name correctly? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's like a portrait or a picture painting that's never been seen before. It's from a private collection, mm. which I think also like is kind of like crazy. Like the idea of like an artist like him having paintings that aren't viewed to the public. Like they're kept right. away in that a private crazy. collection. But okay. Oh my gosh. We're um, all so poor. <laughs> and so like people are criticizing Jay-Z for kind of like cosplaying basket, I guess people are like saying. Oh. And then like his hair is looking because his like, hair is yeah. like looking like him. And they're like, they're just like capitalists, and it's like, duh. Yeah. They've like been I don't know. Like, I think like I get the criticism. Yeah. And I'm all for holding like celebrities to like account for like the things yeah. that they do. However, I think it's like a little unfair. Okay, speak on it. Just, like, a little. Just because, like, in my head, if I'm just playing, like, Hollywood make-believe. Yeah. I think, like, if... let's pre- And I mean literally Hollywood make-believe. Like, let's pretend Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are still together. Okay. They do an ad like this, which I think would totally be on brand for oh, them as totally. a couple. I don't think that there would be all this criticism for them, like, blood diamond, capitalist, and, like, yeah. Angelina Jolie has built a profile off mm-hmm. of going to so Cambodia is, right. and third world countries and talking about and the... so is Brad Pitt. Exactly. The, he went down to New Orleans and built houses that fell down two months later right. and no one could live in. And I just feel like it's hard for black artists mm. to kind of, like, move 
and 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 maybe in like the same inauthentic ways as white celebrities do. I'm not saying that the way that they're moving is necessarily yeah ethical either, but like the idea that like that certain people like don't realize that Jay Z and Beyonce are capitalists. And that they're right. huge, like, celebrities and they don't care about you. They're not like you. Like, Ivy Park is made in sweatshops in Indonesia. Yeah. Like, get a clue. Get like, yeah, of course she's wearing that necklace. Right. It's like, I guess it's more like, yeah, it's so funny. It's like, what you're saying is like, why can't they be just as inauthentic as white celebrities? Yeah. And that's totally fair. I guess it's more like... Maybe it's less that people need to not criticize them when they do things like this, but maybe it's like maybe they shouldn't get all the like praise that they get when they do like black when they co-op political movements to make millions of dollars. dollars, You mean, and it's like pretty obvious that's what they're doing. Yeah, but people like dilute themselves Mm -hmm. into like equating like. Like, if you're building your blackness around Beyonce and Jay-Z, like, that's might be the problem. Right. And a lot of people do. Do, And then, like, and a lot of people, like, maybe have had some newfound wokeness because of, like, the aesthetics of, like, Beyonce, like, doing, like, the HBIC, like, Mm -hmm. dancing at Coachella, which is, like, cool if that's what got you there. Because she went to it. That can't be what keeps you there. Which HBIC did she go to? Mm. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think she went to one. No, she didn't. Mm, no, she didn't. No. Um, and that's cool. That's what got you there. But like, you can't like have your political beliefs like live and die by a pop store. That's crazy, right? right? Like we're all yeah. It's that's like crazy. We right? kind of just need to be like recognize. Yeah, they are pop stars. So you shouldn't be getting your political ideologies from them, and you yeah. should just let them entertain you, and maybe not like expect too much from them. But like, and but we this expect is maybe a lot. Like a little bit what we're gonna talk about later, yeah. Later on in the show, but just like the idea that like pop stars, celebrities, but I'd say pop stars in particular have to create a narrative and a story around mm-hmm. the music to sell the music and yeah. the albums. It can't just be the music on its own. And so like, Beyonce and Jay Z had to like insert themselves into this narrative of like yeah. black excellence and black royalty and like the creme de la creme of blackness yeah to then like sell the imagery behind their music yeah and i think there's an argument to also be made like people sometimes there's people have sometimes a problem with just this notion of black excellence in the first place and it's like why can't black people like like that's a lot like it kind of goes to like the model minority like Mm -hmm. it it takes away just being human. Yeah, like respectability politics. Yeah, and like... And I think that's why people get confused mm-hmm. when, like, Beyonce does Black as King. Yeah. And they do, like, you know, they donate millions of dollars to, like, bail funds. And then Jay-Z is seen meeting with Roger Goodell saying that the time for protesting <sighs> is over. Yeah. And then they're confused when they're you know modeling for tiffany right and See, i get the confusion but it's like i know okay so like yeah the thing with jay-z i have a bigger problem with because yeah. him him saying the time for protesting is over and then yet yeah, getting into bed with uh nfl owners who tore down colin kaepernick for simply yes. taking a knee 
that to me kind of starts getting dangerous because you are a billionaire who, yes, you are black, but no longer face the same kind of strifes that the average black man does. Mm -hmm. So for you to say the time for protesting is over Mm -hmm. when you're not even in the streets, like that to me is dangerous, especially when black people are getting shot down. Like, yeah. Why are you saying that? Like, what do you because, get out of the yeah. not of saying that? What you get out of it is money from white people. Right. And the only thing that's upheld is white supremacy. Yeah. And that's like kind of like how white supremacy mutates because. Right. Totally. In a, a capitalist system. Like, it, of course, Jay-Z is going to side with Roger Goodell. Of he course. has way more in common with him. Yeah. So it's like when he. And not that like Jay-Z doesn't get to express his blackness, no. but when he co-ops certain imageries of like blackness as a struggle and then mm-hmm. goes on to live his life as a billionaire, yeah. that's why people get mad. Yeah. But it's like, you guys like well, I think fool me once. Like that's what he, yeah. like, that's what they do. They've been doing that for years. I think it's a fine line. Like we shouldn't not ever criticize them just because they might get more than the average white celebrity, but it's because black people look to them yeah. like they're they are an inspiration to people beyonce is a, like she has changed people's lives yeah so i think it's fair that they hold her up to a standard that she has put herself yeah. at like she has asked to be held to a standard but then doesn't really want to get like take the responsibility of being held to that standard yeah. You know what I mean? No, like I do. you can't have it both ways. Yeah. No, it's confusing. It's confusing because it's like you know, I think it may be like they're not radicals. No. But sometimes they <laughs> want to be that's the, yeah, that's the thing. But sometimes they literally dress up as black panthers. Yeah, they, I know. But it's, it's a, sometimes like, a, it's a bit gross. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a bit gross sometimes. It's a bit gross and it's also like you know, they could do things like that, dress up as black panthers, do black as yeah. king and still get endorsement dollars without maybe posing with blood diamonds yeah it's almost like it, they could be more intentional like with their choices and like it wouldn't then look so fraudulent right and they actually have all the freedom now all, as all billionaires the in the and and as two of the most famous and successful people in the world yeah to be more intentional yeah but they choose not to be right like they're really not down for the cause but like right. on the flip side and but i not, think that they mean it when like they when they donate to the bail fund and when they but i'm saying like and that's like but isn't it easy for them to just donate money a hundred percent walking the walk exactly and it's like you don't have to like think that police brutality is a problem to be a radical like that's the point i think that kind of like identity that was like that yes i do think they had some part in like making people believe they were a part of yeah because they did things like that yeah but it's like at some point, so I'm like, yeah, that's fair. But then on the other point, I do think that it's harder. Like, I see both of it. Totally. You know I, mean? I yeah. do. I do. But I, I just, I do feel like. But no, I 100% hear what you're I saying. I sometimes just feel like you can't have it both yeah. ways. And honestly, like, I'm not sure that, like, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt in 2021 wouldn't get criticisms yeah. for 
the, the way that they like for that. doing something like that and i think of then rihanna in terms of like walking the walk and talking the talk who turned down um the super bowl halftime show because of colin kaepernick yeah. and i'm sure someone could point out something that she's done that has been hypocritical but i think for the most part like rihanna is really intentional because she it, has the freedom to say no to certain opportunities right. as do they yeah but they don't like yeah like becoming a billionaire is really important to them yeah and here they are as billionaires and yeah this is what you have to do is mm-hmm. uh, to be a billionaire you yeah. have to sell your soul it's not I a mean, clean thing yeah. to do they're like the ads are taken in what's called a floating mansion in Bel Air. And like one of like, yeah. you know, the most like notable architects like created it. Apparently they picked the house out themselves mm-hmm. for the spot of the photo ad. It's like, yeah, that's like, that's what they do all day. Yeah. Like they go to like billion dollar home open houses. Yeah. They look at privately held basket paintings. Yeah. And they wear diamonds that only three other people in the world before them have worn. Right. And because I f- they're billionaires. Yeah. And they're the most famous people in the world. Right. And I feel like sometimes people don't want to criticize them because of this notion of like Beyonce and Jay-Z, their, their beginnings make people feel like sometimes that they can get to that point too, that yeah. they're wealthy and famous and waiting. They're not. And they're you're not. not. You're not going to be ever, ever like Beyonce or Jay-Z. No. So you can go, feel free to criticize them. Yeah, don't worry about it. Because it it will not affect how you make your money because you will never make. it won't affect how they make their money. Exactly. (laughs) We're all just talking into dead air right now. We're just flapping our jibber jabs. Flapping our gums. We're just on a podcast. It's between me and the chickens. Exactly. All right, moving on. So the new trailer dropped, or shall I say teaser, for the Kristen Stewart's new film entitled Spencer, Spencer, where she plays Princess Diana. And from the looks of the teaser, I think it looks a hot mess i don't know how or why someone thought this was a good idea but it looks terrible i will say that the movie itself doesn't look bad like it looks pretty good it's made no it doesn't oh really i thought it looked good because yeah it looks good in the sense that like it's aesthetically pleasing but like we can just rip off B-roll from Atonement and make, like, pretty films like that. Like, that aesthetic of, like, the English countryside, (laughs) like, filming beautiful mansions in the English country. It's kind of low-hanging fruit. Like, of course, the film looks pretty. My main thing more is so is, yeah, obviously the biggest part of it is Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana. Kristen Stewart, who's 5'2". She's 5'2". Diana's... Who's 5'10", so that makes, yeah, a lot of sense. And I think, like... Kristen Stewart, who has no presence. Yeah. None. Princess Diana, who is all the presence in the world. And also Princess Diana is like so much of her like place in culture is like people have just seen millions and millions of photos of her. Like yeah. her beauty is like pretty iconic. Her yeah. hair, her clothes. So she's really ingrained in our minds, her yeah. face. And Kristen Stewart, who obviously is not nearly as iconic as Diana, but like is also huge in the culture. So it's hard to like separate them two like when i see 
Kristen Stewart, I just think Kristen Stewart. Like as I, Princess Diana. Yeah. If I even don't that. See yeah. Her, like, I don't encompassing. See, yeah. Which is why on the flip side she's doesn't she's not like a chameleon act. She's no. not an actress she's capital not a, char- a. No, she's not a first character of all, actor. Right. And that's why I feel like uh the crown and the girl who played Princess Diana works so well is because she was a total uh, yeah. unknown. Yeah. So you didn't have to think about, oh, who is this girl? Like this is that girl, that yeah. actress. And it's probably why like the Naomi Watts version of Princess Diana's movie didn't That do movie well was either. unwatchable. Yeah. Because Naomi Watts is also incredibly famous. Like, yeah. Like especially around the time that she did it. Yeah. And no, I totally get what you know mean like and, yeah it was like very much Naomi Watts as Princess Diana yeah. and that's just it's too many it's there's not enough room for both famous people yeah you just get need one she has to stand alone she has to stand alone so we'll probably watch it but um, is it in theaters or is it going to be like on the Hulu if it's going to be on HBO Max HBO Max yeah oh definitely not going to theaters for that yeah I just don't think that we need this right now because the crown is doing so yeah well. the crown has like the royal game in a headlock right now like no one can really make royal movies right now and like the crown just finished the first season with Diana yeah and they're right now currently filming the best years of the yeah. Diana saga oh right God, now I'm with so an actress excited. that I'm so I can't even think of her name, but that's no, literally the point. Yeah. And she's like literally like six she's foot a really good two. Actress. And she yeah. She was in Tenet. Yeah. She was in Widows. Yes. Um, she was in that movie, um oh gosh, with uh Laura Dern on HBO that I'm forgetting, but it was also really good. The movie with the little girl? Yeah. Oh, she was? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and she like goes to a therapist and like talks to like her younger self. Yeah, yeah, I know sort of. About. That's mm, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah, she's a really good actress, and yeah. I think she's gonna really encompass the role really well mm-hmm. too. And I think this is just gonna kind of come and go, and it was unnecessary for them to make it. Yeah, it kind of seems like it's a some attempt at some poor attempt at Kristen Stewart to like win some big I really, award. Oh God! You That's think what it seems like. To she me. thinks this is gonna be Oscar bait. Yeah, I think so. I honestly don't know who would cast her as Princess Diana. I think that's like really crazy. Me too. Me too. Me too. Like, but hey, if we're wrong, we're wrong. We'll eat crow. But I don't think. I doubt it. I doubt it though. All right, moving on. They know everything. They don't. Casey Musgrave news alert. Oh my god. Okay. Casey Musgrave, she's been teasing yeah. like new music for a really long time. They're basically trying to make her a pop star. Yeah. She's ready to be a pop star. I think this star. is a momentous moment for her. This is a huge moment. A momentous for her. moment? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is a huge moment for her. She yeah. had a new album coming out September 10th. She just released the first single with this like beautiful video, very a la Beyonce. Visual album. Visual album, Lemonade, all that yeah. stuff. She's got a write up in the New York Times. Yeah, of course. She's got a new man. And she's And she's got a new man. Yeah. So she famously got divorced after her last album, after the one she was so happy and in love. Yeah. All came crashing down. Um, and that's what Star Cross is going to be all about. Yep. It's a divorce album. It's a divorce. And oh, I love a divorce album. I love a divorce album. More the last a, really good one, Gaslighter. Yes. I th- immediately thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. A divorced album is so much better than a breakup album. Yeah. It's just more mature. The intensity. The intensity. Yeah. There are years there. The betrayal. Yeah. Oh, my God. The the wounds are much deeper. The wounds are much deeper. Yeah. I can't wait for Taylor Swift's divorce album. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Bite I don't, I don't your wish tongue. Her, I don't wish her any bad will, but oh my god. Joe buys her dinners. Know, like you those. know no, their no, arrangement, and you know, know it's perfect. Don't okay, you okay. dare. But okay, so Casey's divorced, and now she's dating a new man. His name is Cole Schaefer. He's a poet and a writer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Casey says in the New York Times article that he didn't know who I was, which I love. Okay, Casey. Calm Casey. down. Casey, 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 Casey. Casey, I love you, Okay, honey. I love you. I've been you. a fan a long time. Yeah. Long time listener. Long time. I'm sure long that time. there are plenty of people who don't know who you are, so yep. if that's one of the parameters, I, have, I think there's a lot of men out there for you. we got you. a big dating pool for you. But she loved it, and now they're in love, and... You know, for someone who apparently he'd never heard of, he's mm-hmm. taken to being her boyfriend like a house on fire. Yep. He posted in June uh, a picture of the two of them together. On his Instagram. the caption said, um, trying like hell not to write about her. Ugh. Gross. How do you think they met? Gag. I, honestly, I don't know. Raya? No, apparently they met in a crowded restaurant and she said that they locked eyes from across the room. Oh my I don't God. actually believe that's how they met. They I probably did meet on Raya. Yeah. And because I truly believe celebrities make up. Yeah, they absolutely the do. The stories of how they met. Because it's usually like an agent called someone's agent yeah. or Raya or some other like gross industry way. It's never like that. You did not meet it from across the room. Again, I'm also getting major, you know, Zoe Kravitz, I've just got divorce vibes. Like rebound. rebound. Like I cannot take seriously a first relationship after a divorce. I just can't. Okay. And I so, will not. So he's posted more photos of them together? Of course he has. Uh, one that he posted just earlier this week, he wrote, Here's to looking to your right when you stepped into fuck. What? Here's to you writing me back. Here's to your jawline that chaps my lips Ew. and your hair. I can't keep my hands out of. Ew. To be fair, she does have a crazy jawline. She does. And she she's got a, great hair. She has a noteworthy jawline. Wait, what does that she's got first great line hair. mean? Turning to your right when you step to fuck? What? I don't know. I don't know. I assumed it maybe it was an in-joke. I guess he's a poet. It's just over my head. Yeah. Okay. I guess those two crazy wordsmiths. Well, he actually goes on. Oh, he Lord. says, here's to your aesthetic and your art being a close second to your heart. Oh, my God. This man <laughs> sounds a like poet, a terrible poet. Here's to you making it through 32. And here's to you making history in 33. Are these different captions or are this all one? Not sure. I'm reading this off a page six article. It's Love been it. so damn pretty falling for you, Casey. Aww. Aaliyah's no. <laughs> about to vomit. No, no. Her no. response a simple, sweet angel boo, black heart. Life is so much prettier with you in it. Celebrities in love is so, so it, it's 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 unbearable. They act like it's the first time it's ever happened. To anyone. To anyone. <laughs> to anyone. Um, okay, but oh what else? Gosh. I need to read the other funny Cute part though. of what happened in this uh, New York Times profile. Okay. 
So she's getting interviewed, right? And her mm-hmm. phone rings. And it's a FaceTime. And the writer says, answer it. And she responds, no. And then, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll respond. And guess who is calling her? A celebrity? Yeah. Someone famous? Ne- a celebrity is famous, yes. <laughs> um, none other than Justin Bieber. Can you think of a more random person to be calling Casey Musgrave? He's just randomly FaceTiming He's her? He's FaceTiming her. And so she answers it, and she goes, you freaking love an unannounced FaceTime, dude. My bad, Bieber said. Oh, my God. What are you guys doing? When, May- when Musgrave's hung up, she eyed the group. This has been happening a lot recently. I'll be lying in bed, hung over at 8 a.m., FaceTime. It's a decline for me, but he's so sweet. <laughs> anyway, new friend. Okay. okay. What? That's so cryptic. So weird. I'm sorry. Um, Haley, you might want to check on your man. Yeah. Because he's, he's just randomly FaceTiming women. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Who don't even want to be FaceTiming? Who don't even want to be FaceTiming? Oh my god, I, that's kind of like yeah. that's an embarrassing story for him. Yeah, it is. It's usually a decline for me. U- oh my god, what? she literally just answered because she was getting interviewed by the New York yeah, Times. Yeah, and she knew it'd be funny. Yeah. Oh my god, he's just like, what are you doing? Nah, babe. Oh my god, what are you doing? What are you? Go call your wife. Seriously, Haley, Haley, Haley. That's weird. That's the problem when you can get anyone's number. Yep. That's no. Oof, gosh. Numbers you got no 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 business having. Yeah. Yep. Oh Oh my god. God. That's so funny. I want to know who else he's like just facetiming at random hours. I know. I bet you the list is long. Yeah. I bet you the list is long. And I'm sure Selena's on there somewhere. <sighs> Selena changes her number every three weeks. Probably. That's true. He hasn't had her number for years. Seriously. Fair enough. You don't want to stay anymore. You can have your space. Okay, what's next? Oh, Rod. Oh, Rod, our girl Olivia Rodrigo. Things are getting like a little clunky with Oh, Rod. What's happening? I feel a bit weird. Yeah. First Taylor, now Haley. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the fine line between inspiration and imitation? Yeah. So, backing up, when, okay, so when Olivia Rodrigo first came on the scene, she. Well, first, let's just say the headline. Well, Yes, okay. that Haley Williams was Haley Williams of retroactive Paramore. writing credits on Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You." Yeah, this is now the second time Olivia has given someone retroactively song credits, mm-hmm. um, which is not an uncommon thing to do. No, but the first time for her was with Taylor Swift, yeah. Jack Antonoff, and I think one other person, but I don't know. Annie Clark for Deja Vu. Yep. And the way, like, it's been said, the way I've been reading it is that, like, that retroactive songwriting credit was given after Olivia mentioned in an article that she was inspired by the Bridge of Cruel Summer. Yeah. 
but I feel like something more has had has must have happened behind the scenes for them to pursue a songwriting credit more than just her simply mentioning that in an article. Yeah. Okay. Well, Haley Williams and a former member of Paramore, something called a Josh Farrow. Both got, are getting writing credits on Olivia Rodrigo's good for you off her sour album. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. So go into, which is weird. Yeah. I think it's weird for a couple reasons. One that like, so on Spotify, you can look up songwriting credits for basically any song. Typically, the label um, submits them to Spotify so that you can look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times when certain songwriters maybe don't want to be publicly listed. And that's not abnormal. It's yeah. totally fine. And what I think is interesting about the Paramore thing is that they clearly didn't want that. Because on Spotify, they're not listed. But if you go look up the song in an industry website for songwriting, um, which the layperson doesn't have access to. Right. uh, They'll be listed. They'll be listed. That's Mm -hmm. like the official record. Right. So I think it's interesting that like they didn't they didn't want to make it public. It only got public because someone on their publishing team Instagram storied it. Yeah. And then Haley reposted it yeah um so i think yeah i just feel like people were making the comparisons of misery business and good for you for a long time yeah and like i would have thought that like Haley and paramore were just like oh that's really cool like it it is very similar yeah but like that comparison has been going on for a few months now yeah yeah six to nine months so it kind of seemed like they had taken it as a compliment yeah and moved on you know that's kind of how olivia emerged on this scene strongly tied together with her influence of taylor Mm -hmm. and taylor as a songwriter yeah and so little sounds of taylor on her album people were already prepared for that yeah definitely and then when it happened with Paramore and Good For You, I think people were very just m- more having the attitude of like, she's their she's their son. Yeah. You know, Olivia is Haley's son yeah. and Taylor's son. And there was great compliment in that. Mm-hmm. And it was mutually beneficial yeah. for both of them. Yeah. However, it seems like that kind of sisterly, yeah, yeah, sisterhood is like, this is but a business. Listen, so glad you're a fan, but yeah. you're going to have to pay me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I just think that's funny because in the, in comparison, apparently people have said that there's a Elvis Costello guitar riff that is in one of the songs that's very similar. And he tweeted like, uh, it happens, that's rock and roll, that's mm-hmm. music. And to some extent, that is music. A hundred percent. There's only so many chords. Exactly. You know? And, and there's only so many original ideas. Yeah. And I would venture to say... That a lot of people think there's no such thing as an, an original idea anymore. Yes, I would there's say that too. Only building upon the yeah. same shit that's already been mm-hmm. done. And you can bring nuance to that, certainly. Definitely. And you can bring your own perspective to certain things. Yeah. Of course. But everything's a, you know, yeah, a version of a version. Exactly. And I think maybe the question I think people are starting to have, or at least maybe it's just me, is starting to have. And I, I really like Olivia Rodrigo and I really yeah. like her music. I'm starting to wonder if there's nuance in the inspiration she's yeah. taking or if it, it I like it because it's just a derivative of things I already like. And it also makes me wonder if I, you know, 
who is Olivia Rodrigo as an artist yeah. and a person? Because it's like, I get that you're a co-writer on these songs. Right. So I get that you have some influence on them, but are you an artist or are you just a really good mimic? You know, some people can like, are you, what are you building upon misery? Yeah. What are you building upon with Taylor's with Taylor influence? Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I think their sampling is cool. Like, yeah, but now I'm starting to wonder like, okay, well how much of this is like, influence and how much of this is just imitation yeah i think the taylor thing she really needs to start being careful about and i'm sure she's aware of it but because she came out as like being this like huge huge taylor swift fan Mm -hmm. and then to go now and have two taylor swift songwriting credits now on your debut album wait what's the other one one step forward uh oh. three steps back and that she, wasn't retroactive that no. was right yeah because she sampled new year's day yeah um it's getting a little we got to break away you got to be your mm-hmm. own person and then i think uh paired with the allegations of just blatant plagiarism mm-hmm. on her imagery from and her this, visual aesthetics. and her visual aesthetic from a indie artist named pom pom squad yeah who if you go and look up that to me is more alarming than any of the music credits Agreed. because it's a just direct ripoff. Right. And there's no talent in that. No, none. Right. And, and the aesthetic of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. <laughs> the aesthetic of like this kind of teenage suburban, yeah, you know, prom queen cheerleader thing has been done before. Definitely. But so I'm not even saying like we're not saying pom pom squad invented it, that either. No. But you know, there's an article, a picture article about yeah. it. If you have a second, you should you know go yeah. read it and look mm-hmm. it up in the pictures. It's a direct, uh, yeah, it's imitation. It's of direct. Pom-pom squad's photos. Yeah, and she also uses uh, the director of the Good for You video mm-hmm. is like a photographer of this like Petra Collins. Uh huh who Pom Pom Squad said that, like, they got, like, a lot of, like, their influences mm-hmm. off of the an online magazine that she photographed a lot for. Right. So it was kind of, like, full circle that then yeah. she then directed Olivia's right. Good For You video. Yeah. And so then that could also be a question of, like, who's pushing that aesthetic or yeah. who's shopping that aesthetic around. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, it it is complicated because yeah. it's, like, who owns like vi- that visual aesthetic? No yeah, one. No one. But yeah. I would say that that was a complete. Copy. It's a complete copy, mm-hmm. especially and, and it's also different in terms of like, you know, she's an indie artist who is has a quarter, not even a quarter, like a, a one percentage of the amount of fame that Olivia Rodrigo has right yeah. now. So when it's different than when like Olivia uses Taylor who's obviously much bigger. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're using the little guy mm-hmm. and they don't get credit for it. Like right. Taylor gets credit for this. You know, she's exactly. a songwriting. Paramore is getting credit. But when the little guy doesn't get credit, that's when it starts to look like you're taking advantage yeah. or like you don't have your own original ideas. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is all Olivia. She clearly has a marketing team. Yeah. I'm clearly someone on her team is a big pom pom squad fan and brought this to her. Yeah. Um, and it's like, 
that can be an inspiration. That can be on the mood board. Yeah, exactly. But you don't got to go then and just make a duplicate of exactly. it. Like you guys seriously, like if you haven't seen the pictures, it's just bad. It's there's no arguing. And to duplicate such a generic aesthetic. Yeah. As like this kind of like gothic uh, undertones of Carrie. Yeah. You know, fa- infantilized version right. of signifiers of girlhood it's yeah. like it's been done so much, so much. throughout pop history it's yeah. like you can easily just twist a few things in the photos to make yeah. it your own and it, it makes me like i wonder kind of where she goes from here because like the next album she's gonna have to be she's gonna be hyper aware of that yeah like, she's going to have to be at least yeah and, like you kind of wonder okay like where do you go when you don't when you can't rip people off, like when people are going to be on the alert for that. Yeah. So do you have original ideas? Yeah. And are those ideas good? Mm-hmm. Olivia, are those ideas good? <laughs> and you're very young, so there's lots of time. Yeah. But. You don't have to stick to like a two-year album cycle. Yeah. Like I would give yourself time to like grow yeah. and have experiences. Right. I mean, I heard just the other day, and I mean, you're in the music industry. You know this. What? You takes your whole life to write your first album. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why there's a sophomore slump. That's why there's a sophomore slump. Yeah. And you can't, you know, match that. I mean, you think folklore's and evermores come <laughs> around? That's Every once in a century. <laughs> yeah. I no. mean, no. no. And I also kind of think that maybe like the part of Olivia's like recycling for to use a nice word for uh, other ideas does have something to do with like internet and be in like the generation that she's in that like you know like Hmm. when you're on twitter for like 12 hours Hmm. and like you start (laughs) like just straight scrolling doom scrolling and like you start being confused of like what your opinions and thoughts are and what is just other what has been regurgitated back at you Mm -hmm. i think some of that is just like you forget like there has been stories about like people are getting taking in so much content constantly that sometimes you forget where your idea starts and where someone's idea ends and i think that that even can happen visually like with instagram like you curate your algorithm so that like everything goes off in an echo chamber and like so you start taking from those styles and start thinking that they're actually yours yeah i think it's a little bit or thinking like that's like what's so current right now yeah i mean it all gets like you know wish washed and ideas and so i think it's like kind of like when you are creating it's important to like take a step back from the end and kind of like yeah do a palette cleanse and like make sure things are coming from within and not from the outside and you're not just copying because Mm -hmm. yeah that is how people get in trouble like people make mistakes all the all the time simply because they thought something was their idea but and forgot that they actually got it from something else yeah because what's an idea because what's an idea Nothing is original anymore. Yeah. It honestly is like an interesting idea about like intellectual and artistic property. Yeah. Because like. Yeah. And it's interesting to like also like kind of go back throughout the years and like think about like the different in- 
iterations of like this type of like mm-hmm. femininity like yeah. presented to us and like why it's so prevalent yeah but that's a whole other that's thing. a whole other thing yeah i mean ultimately like olivia rodrigo at for as like she feels like a breath of fresh air right now but really like when you look back at like the history of like yeah. music and like young women coming out like i think of alanis more sad and like and then in between like she reminds me a lot of her and like mm-hmm like Olivia's really not the first of anything. You yeah. Know? She is just a recreation of a lot of things we've seen before. And that's also kind of like, doesn't that make her like the quintessential Gen Z artist? Totally. And like the sense that like this generation that is so obsessed with nostalgia mm-hmm. would like create yeah. an artist <laughs> that is just Puts vomiting. all of that together. Yeah. yeah. And like, because of her proximity to whiteness, she's able to be genreless yeah. and like present to be yeah. Taylor and present to be Haley yeah. and present to be, you know, Courtney loves telling her to send me flowers <laughs> for the inspiration. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo's is like, I have no idea who Courtney Love is, but yeah. she's like, love you, bro. Love like, you, bro. I don't want that smoke. Like, yeah. so it's like, that kind of like makes yeah. sense. And it's like in, within pop music, like so much of the reason why like, the, the songs we like in pop music are successful is because they remind you of other songs. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just done that. Like mm-hmm. she's a big version of just like recreating stuff that we know we already like yeah. and packaging it in a somewhat different way to make you think that it's new. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like to shit on Olivia. Lots of people do this. Right. You know, Justin Bieber oh. just got um, sued for, copying the font yep. on his latest album and i was thinking about dua lipa who's essentially oh right now God. just copying disco again. Yeah, yeah yeah and even just like back in the day like max martin writing like backstreet boys hits and britney spears songs like mm-hmm. those were really familiar of other uh songs that people yeah, already that liked. sound was just like yeah hitting our ear and we were just getting so absorbed yeah, in it to the point yeah. where he was then basically the successful songs that he wrote for like Britney and Backstreet Boys, he would just then recreate yep. again for them. Mm-hmm. Like it was all like, that's just how sometimes we consume pop music yeah. because we want it to be familiar and we don't want to like, like the way our brain, we don't want to have to work to listen. Yeah. To the yeah. way your brain works, you just want familiar. You don't want to have to like learn something new or try something new yeah i mean that's a lot of not just pop music it's a lot of all kinds of yeah. genre music yeah but especially prevalent on like top 40 mm-hmm. it's why you can kind of listen to the radio and it feels like you're listening to like the same, same song 10 songs over, over, and, over and over again, again. yeah oh, it's complicated but i guess like this is also a lesson yeah and like i get like people can still break out and have yeah. like breakout ears but also like let's not like just stand everyone right away and, like, oh my let's god see, like, i know olivia like grow over the yeah. course of like a decade if she can even hold our attention for that yeah. long yeah no, like let's real. let her develop as an artist and like earn our fandom yeah let's not just like we give it rapidly too quickly these days yeah it's like let's see what she does because yeah. you're so right like yeah this let's see what she does in like her second album cycle and what her Third pr- album cycle yeah perspective is on music and her sound mm-hmm. and her visuals come then when she's yeah. like also a little bit older exactly only time will tell yeah truth and time will tell all exactly because if Katy perry can fall off anyone can anyone. get got 
don't let ooh, don't let yourself be a cat. Mm-hmm. Like slipping like Katy Perry. I don't slip. <laughs> I dip. I trip. And then I flip. Okay, I don't get ready. I stay ready. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Aliyah Rahim. I'm your other host, Dara. Make sure you rate, review, review and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok. Guys, if you're not following us on TikTok, then like, I don't know what you're doing. Then you're not a real one. Follow us on Instagram, yep. Twitter, and do it all. No, I mean, basically. Just follow, follow us down the street if you want. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever. Okay. Just follow us around everywhere we go. All right. Bye. Bye. Free Britney. Free Britney. Never even happened, baby. What the fuck is up with that?